0: We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. I want to read from Mark, the 11th chapter. From the 14th verse, I know what some of you are saying, oh my, he's going to talk about the God kind of faith again. You're right. And you're probably the one that needs it the most. Jesus has returned, been going to Bethany and staying with Lazarus, going back to Jerusalem. Let's back to the 13th verse here. You know, Annette said last night that we read the Bible backwards. Well, we do that. 11th chapter Mark, verse 13. Seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came, if happily he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves... For the time of figs was not yet. Now, I might give a little explanation of that. Some people think, well, now Jesus really got upset about the fig tree, and why did he do that? Because it wasn't time for figs. But you see, when a fig tree in that land kept their leaves all year, they usually bore fruit year-round. And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit from thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard him. Now, you know, if we'd have said that, we'd have probably said it so low that nobody would have heard us. Because if it didn't work, we didn't want to be embarrassed. Notice it says, he answered and said unto it. Indicates the fig tree said something to him. It said, I'm a hypocrite. Leaves and no figs. (laughs) Y'all still out there? You go home. (laughs) Now, notice what Jesus has done here. He has spoken to an inanimate object. I want to talk to you about words, faith, and things. How that words can produce the faith that will change things. And they come to Jerusalem and Jesus went into the temple and began to cast out them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the table and the money changers and the seat of them that sold doves. Now, you know, when you go to turn over a Jew's cash register, you better know what you're doing. <laughs> or you're going to be in a heap of trouble. Brother, I mean, he had fire in his eyes. Now, skip on down with me to verse 20. And in the morning as he passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remember, saith unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursest is withered away. Now, Peter had enough sense to know that Jesus put a curse on the fig tree. How did he do it? He did it with words. Now, you know, we learned a little song when I was going to Sunday school, or it was children's church, actually, when I was growing up in a full gospel church. And we sang this song, Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. No bigger lie has ever been told. It's just simply not true. It may rhyme good and make a good song, but it's just simply not true. Words will kill you, man. (laughs) I mean, words produce. You get people talking bad things about you, and if you're not using the Word of God to combat it and overcome it, you find yourself in a heap of trouble and never know why. And Christians are the most dangerous people in the world with their mouth because they release faith in words. Now listen to what Jesus answered and said to Peter in verse 22. Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. Now there's another translation that says, Have the faith of God, or have the God kind of faith. For verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now notice carefully how Jesus has worded this, Verily or truly I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto the mountain. Now how many of you know he's not just talking about a literal rock mountain? He's talking about a problem area. Jesus always took natural things to share with you how to deal with spiritual things and other areas that were in parallel with problem areas in your life. This mountain represents a problem. It represents a situation that you face in life. And he said to them, Whosoever shall say to the problem, to the situation, Be thou removed and be cast into the sea. In other words, you're not going to hinder me any longer. I'm going to overcome you. You're not going to keep me from doing what I intend to do and what the Word says that I can do. Be cast into the sea, and he shall not doubt in his heart. Now, evidently, you can doubt in your heart, or he wouldn't have said, shall not doubt in your heart. See, sometimes you can have faith in your heart and doubt in your head, and your faith will still work. But if you have Doubt in your heart and faith in your head, it won't work. It'll give you a headache. (laughs) Faith doesn't work in the head, it works in the heart. You can believe things with the inner man, with the spirit man, that you can't believe, it's impossible to believe with the carnal mind or with the brain. The Apostle Paul said in Romans the 8th chapter, he said, The carnal mind is enmity against God and is not subject to the law of God. Well, what law of God is he referring to? He's referring to the law of faith. This is God's law. Faith is a law. It works. Jesus is telling you how the God kind of faith or the faith of God works. It works by speaking. You speak words that produce faith to change things. Words produce faith that will change things. Now, the very word here that Jesus is speaking has enough faith and power in it to change the mountain that you face in life. But you see, so many people that'll read that and say, well, you know, you're not going to catch me talking to a mountain. But you see, they talk to the mountain all the time. The only problem is that they speak to the mountain and say, Woo, mountain, you're getting big, I'll never get over you. You're getting bigger every day. I'll never get this debt paid. We'll be in debt the rest of our life. I, Dear God, I don't know what we're going to do. It's getting quiet in here. (laughs) See, they speak to the mountain, but they call it bigger all the time. Proclaim that it's hindering them. But notice what Jesus said. Say, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart. Not only does he not doubt in his heart, but he shall believe. Believe where? Believe in his heart. That those things which he saith. See, the saying of it is necessary. Now, I know sometimes people say, well, I don't understand all this name it and claim it much. I just don't believe in this name it and claim it. Well, I do. God named it and I claimed it. I'm going to believe what God said. Let God be true and every man a liar. I'm just going to believe what God said about it. But now notice, he said, Shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things. What things? Those things which he saith, which he says daily. Now see, I've heard different people teach on this verse of Scripture. And I thought I had everything that was in it. And one day the Lord said to me, you need to study that some more. He said, you haven't seen near all of it yet. And I'm certain that I haven't yet seen all that's in there. But I thought I had it. And I kept reading that and reading it and meditating on it. And finally, these words just sort of jumped off the page. You know what I mean? Just jumped out at me, those things which he said. Then I saw some light on the thing. I saw that it wasn't just talking about what you said to the mountain. It was what you said about everything. The things that you spoke daily concerning other things. He must believe that what he says will come to pass. In other words, Jesus teaching in other places and his brother James, they had some very strong things to say about words. James said, if any man stumble not in word, he is a perfect man enabled also to bridle the whole body. If you don't stumble in words, he says you can control your body. And I tell you, I think that's one of the problems that sometimes we just let our body get away with, you know, your body's kind of like a child. It'll do anything you'll let it do. You know, a child, if you just let them, they'll just eat pie and cake. Your body's kind of the same way. And sometimes we've kind of helped it along because we said, you know, I just can't eat without pie. I just love pie. Well, words produce that desire in you. <laughs> I better get off of that. Huh? <laughs> Going to meddling, hasn't Well, let's get back to this. Shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have. What shall he have? He shall have whatsoever he saith eventually, I like to add this word to it because I believe that it amplifies it, eventually he shall have whatsoever he saith. That doesn't mean it's going to happen just because you said it once, but you continue to say and to release your faith in it, the words you speak will produce the faith that will cause the manifestation of what you said. Now, now see, Jesus has told us how the god kind of faith works. It works with words. You say to the problem area, to the situation that you face in life, Be removed, you're not going to hinder me any longer. And he shall believe and doubt not, but believe what he's saying. Now see, you may have to say it a while before you believe it. But read this and meditate on it and accept what Jesus has said as being truth because the faith that you need to believe that is in this scripture itself. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before we leave the broadcast, the book offer this week is book offer number 7502. It's called The Tongue of Creative Force. It's the first book that I authored. It's a 193-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. This book will change your life if you'll read it, study the scriptures, and begin to do what the scriptures say in this book. Jesus taught us. How to be led by the Spirit of God, how to operate in the principles of the kingdom, and how to change situations in our life. We talk about the law of faith. It is the law of change. Now, in Hebrews, the 11th chapter, the scripture says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, not substance of things that are already here. I mean, you know, things that are here, you can touch it, you can feel it. You shut your eyes, you could bite it, and you could taste it, you know. But what we need to realize is faith is the substance that is resident in the Word of God. What is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is is the divine energy of God that's resident in his word, that caused to come to pass what God has said in his word. God releases sufficient faith in every word to cause it to come to pass. Verse 3 says, Through faith we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Whether you realize it or not, you're framing your world daily with the words that you speak. In this book, the back of the book, there are confessions of the Word of God that will help you get on track. That's offer number 7502 for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Kapps reminding you... The enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at CharlesCaps.com.